1: Some people stay in the muck. Yeah, they never leave. Right. Some people go into the muck. They get what they need, Mm -hmm. and then they grow. Yeah. And that's the difference. And we know a lot of people. I know a lot of people who Mm -hmm. they don't leave the dirt. Yeah. But once one learns how to use the dirt, Mm. it becomes becomes a game changer.
2: everyone welcome back to another episode of who can relate if you're watching yes i am forever moving surroundings (laughs) um we're actually in my house uh just again trying not to skip a week if you guys are listening thanks for tuning in um this is going to be a great one a great one i got a very very important special guest and uh you guys will find out why so before i intro him, let me give you guys his bio, which is um, a hefty one. We we just said before we started rolling, um, I thought I had lived a good life (laughs) and and like a very interesting life. So uh, allow me to go over Brandon's bio. So in 2002, Brandon was broke, homeless, a high school dropout, and destined for either prison or death. Instead, he made the powerful decision to change his life and also his heart. So he created a high-performance gym in Las Vegas He became an internationally renowned performance coach, endorsed by huge brands, receiving a master's in positivity psychology from UPenn. And he walked away from it all, however. From 2016 to 2020, he lived in Peru, Bali, Thailand, and India. (laughs) That's insane. That's good for you, bro. Okay. Where he dove deep into the study of yoga, the indigenous plant medicine, osteo-thai massage. And Muay Thai kickboxing. 2018, he was chosen by the Indian government as the US ambassador of yoga, spending 10 days in Kerala? Kerala. Kerala. Kerala, India, learning about yoga and its origins. He collaborated with Nike to launch the Nike Yoga, which is Nike's first yoga inspired performance apparel. He also co created the first comprehensive yoga program of Nike on the Training Club app. Incredible. 2017, he launched Warrior Retreats. This is super dope. A 16-day physical and spiritual rite of passage for leaders in Peru. It's beautiful. He also works as a global director for the Tropical Pathology and Infectious Disease Association, a humanitarian nonprofit based in Peru that helps minority students get into medical school. It's dope. In 2020, Brandon became one of the founding experts for Minded, the first digital emotional platform that is rooted in amplifying emotional well-being and human pathos. That has to be the most interesting, most accomplishing bio I think I've ever read. And um, without further ado, Mr. Brandon Collinsworth what's up brother welcome to the show man so
1: honored to finally be here
2: yes it is an honor and a a pleasure and a privilege man we uh we've been talking about this for a while we have and uh it's one of those things where you and i could probably talk about a million things yeah but it was one of those like what is what is calling you know more importantly what is needed absolutely and i think today's episode which i am entitling man in the mirror
1: which is such a drop. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so
2: fitting. So um obviously, again, I just read the bio, which is incredible. Um, Anything you want to add or, or, or any more background to it?
1: Yeah. You know, the journey never ends. Literally. The journey, the journey never ends. <laughs> yeah. And like, the further I travel on the journey, the more I realize that I'm always supposed to be a student. Yeah. The more I realize what I don't know. And I think that's what continues to allow me to step into the realms of possibility sure is knowing what i don't know embodying Mm. this concept called shoshin okay which means beginner's mind in zen buddhism wow
2: i love it shoshin shoshin wow okay so again the episode is um man in the mirror and this was sparked because as you and i uh we have a lot of things in common one of the main things is um we're very open and vocal about our individual journeys, Yeah, you know, to become the best versions of ourselves, to live in purpose and to see it through. Mm-hmm. And so I want to really dive into that. I want to talk about the process. Um, I want to talk about the ups, the downs and everything in between. I have said on this show a couple of times um, the phrase when the work works. Mm. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and or watching, this is the man who created that phrase when the work works works tell me how how and why you came up with that
1: you know just pulling myself from abysmal poverty mm. to where i'm at now i had to lean into a deep process of putting in the work sure you know the secret wasn't going to get me <laughs> to where i needed to be just visualizing success visualizing the goals wasn't going to be enough yeah. I had to put in the time and what i started seeing time and time again is that we are given exactly what we give you put in the work the work's going to work. Mm. And that's kind of been a mantra of mine as I've walked this path. It's yeah. like I know that everything in my world could be falling apart. Mm. But if I lean into action, tapas, they call it in yoga, discipline. Okay. Like intentional discipline mm. backed with some fire. Stuff's going to change. It yeah. can't help but change. Right. I was going to say it doesn't have a choice. And so that work really works when it gets intentional. Mm-hmm. Work can be frivolous if there's no direction, but it's when we focus our energy, Mm -hmm. that drishti, that focal point, Mm. that's when it becomes a game changer.
2: So, which all sounds amazing in theory, how long would you say did it take you to really have that kind of mindset, right? Because you just Mm. don't, you're not born with it. And even if you are, you can lose it, right? Right, So how long does it really take to just lock in and maintain that?
1: Absolutely. Great question. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a quote that I love and it says that sometimes it takes 10 years of setbacks, 10 years of adversity, 10 years of nothing going right, Mm. to get to that one year that will change your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know, I wish I could say that I just started working and it changed. (laughs) It took at least a decade of putting in time Mm -hmm. before I even got to like average. I was like so far behind growing up on the streets that when I made that intention to change it when I was 18, it wasn't until like 29 years old that all of a sudden I got to like, okay, you got enough money to like really make it. Sure. Or to like be sure. okay, to be mm-hmm. good.
2: That's 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 powerful, man. I am um, just sitting here thinking, like, I so my journey began. I want to say 2017, early like February, and so we are four years in, and I do feel like I have so much more to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm definitely better than where I was, and 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 I love the the pro, um the progression that I've seen, but I do feel like I have at least six years left, kind of thing. You yeah. know, so it's just like one of those things where I'm like. But just wait, just just keep yeah. waiting, just keep yeah. waiting. You know what I mean. I, I constantly remind Shay, um, but you know, when the work does work, there is very little that can compare to that feeling. One hundred percent. You know, for me, it was getting clarity for confusion, getting solutions for issues, um, getting answers to questions consistently. That ultimately, I think, was the root of my why I keep going not why I want it, why I started, but why I continue to put the work in because I see it working. Um, without those results, it's difficult to stay on the path. Absolutely. So let's talk about when you don't have those results again and there if there's a rainy day. So when the work doesn't work, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Let's, let's let's talk about some of that.
1: So if we take it into an overarching concept, mm-hmm. the work always works okay there's no such
2: thing as a loss always a lesson it's yes exactly in the
1: the long run got you it'll always work yeah the detours the setbacks the challenges Mm -hmm. those are a part of the work as well yeah if it wasn't for michael jordan missing all those shots if it wasn't for muhammad ali getting his belt stripped if it wasn't for nelson mandela getting locked up sure they wouldn't have been catalyzed into their potential. Mm. So sometimes the work unfolds in a way that's very robust and mm-hmm. energized and mm-hmm. positive. In other ways, we're pushed into, and I think we talked about it, this concept called the negrado. Yes. The negrado and alchemy, which mm-hmm. they call the blackening. It's We're pushed into the shadow work where we have to go inside, mm-hmm. and we have to do that inner work, which is not normally celebrated by society. Mm-mm. It's sticky, it's messy, it's mucky, mm-hmm. it's dirty but that inevitably becomes the soil, the nutrients to grow yeah, us into yeah. who we're supposed to be. Mm. So the work is always working, yeah. even if it doesn't seem like it's working.
2: Wow. That I kind of just translate to, even like you said the soil, right? And the root, the root of it all. And you have to maintain that soil. Yeah. You have to water it, you have to feed it. Yep. And uh, it's important to be gentle with that soil, right? It's important to be gentle with yourself, to forgive yourself. I was talking to a friend recently and, um, and I said, isn't it crazy how how much of a pass we give to our friends, mainly to our family, mm. right? But we can't give that same pass to ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves all the time. We're our worst critic. No one cares more than us, and we can beat ourselves up. Yeah. And and that's again something that is is a, will be an overall um, discussion today. Is continuing to not stop yeah. doing the work, um, even on the rainy days. So. <clears throat> When the work doesn't work, you have to remind yourself that it's still working. Yes. Nothing is a loss. Everything is a lesson. Let's talk about relationships for mm-hmm. a second. Right. Because for me, uh, the work never worked. <laughs> um, and, and, well, I, I let, let me rephrase that. I didn't consistently put in the work to right. even see it come, come to fruition. Right. right. Um, obviously that's all changed now. And, um, I have a couple of quotes here from, um, Inky Johnson. And then again, we'll get into the relationship side of things. But, um, He said, don't waste experiences that don't turn out the way you want them to go. There's always a seed of good. Mm. (laughs) Bro, you know how many times I would try to force a situation, (laughs) whether it was ego, pride, stubbornness? I'm like, no, this is going to work. No, this has to work. Mm -hmm. And I used to just, when when I realized it wasn't working, I would just throw the whole situation away in my my mind and not grab those lessons that are so prevalent and necessary for where I am now in the future. Another quote he has is, um, this is great. The ability to learn and grow is a gift, even when pain is our teacher. Yeah. Well, pain hurts, Mr. Inky Johnson. (laughs) Pain hurts, man. No no one wants to sit in discomfort. Nobody wants to sit in pain. No one wants to sit in regret. No one wants to sit in self-doubt. But as I've said here before, growth and comfort Mm -hmm. cannot coexist. The only way you're going to grow is to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So let's, again, go into the relationship side of things when the work, quote unquote, doesn't work. What then?
1: Yeah. I think when one is intentional and on the path, Mm. it is always working. One is always Mm. analyzing. One is always going into those spaces, seeking for lessons. Yes. You know, martial arts, for me, parallels life in a very powerful way. Mm -hmm. You can read all the books on love you want. Yeah, Women are from Venus, or men are from Mars, women are from <laughs> yeah, Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can know all 10 love languages. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You right. know what I mean? Right, right. But it's not until you get into the dojo, into the ring mm-hmm. of a relationship mm-hmm. that you're going to see where you're weak and where you're strong. Yeah. And that can be super revealing. Yeah. And it can be super humbling mm-hmm. and it can be super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but it takes courage to step into the ring. Yeah. And so it's, it's a real testament of one's character to yeah. be able to step into those spaces, even if maybe their tools are not all the way cultivated. Mm-hmm. And if they're intentional, yep. they're gonna see real quick where they need to continue to put in the work. Sure. You know, like yeah. I had about a nine year gap between relationships. I'm really good at being single. <laughs> I'm a great, I'm great at being single, okay. traveling the world, doing my thing. Sure. Sure. And in the last, and after that nine year gap, it was two years in a row, relationships. Mm-hmm. And when I got to those relationships, I thought I had a lot of tools. Yeah. And I learned really quickly mm-hmm. that there were still places that I need to work. Yeah. And it really was a testament, like for me, to be able to see the growth happen mm-hmm. so quickly, to be able to go into those spaces, say, all right, B, you got some spaces you need to grow, sure. you some spaces you need to change, yeah. and then get out of that, assess, get back into it again, go through the tr- metaphorical training sure. in the dojo. Sure. Um, the work is working. Yeah. And I can't wait to step back into that space again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. win or lose, we're always winning.
2: Sure. Wow. I love that. I, I, um, I know we talked about this before about how it's one thing to just get some shots up in the gym. By yourself yeah. when no one's looking, right? I'm, you know, hey man, you should have seen I made thirteen in a row, and they're like, <laughs> okay, cool, let's see. I'll <laughs> put you in the game, yeah. you know. And then right. the game, the lights are the lights are brighter, um, the pressure's on, yeah. and it's one thing. I had an episode last last week about um, therapy, and I said, you know, I referenced therapy at times to like training wheels, mm-hmm. you know, and you can you can ride on the training wheels for so long, you can go to therapy for so long that you're scared to take off the training wheels and yeah. get out there and actually see what is this work working? Right. And that's, that's important to, um, to really, um, hone in on is like, you don't have to be quote unquote perfect to Mm -hmm. enter relationship. Um, and matter of fact, you kind of shouldn't be in my opinion, because then it's like, well, where's your room to help mold with the partner that you're with? Like, where do they then fit into your life? How can they complement? Um, so it's interesting. And, and also just to take that lesson of, um, even if, it, if, even if the work doesn't work, like you said, in ways it is still working. And back to that quote of don't waste your experiences that don't turn out the way that you want them mm-hmm. to go. Just because you saw this going one way and it's not going that way, how can we still find lessons in here? So what would you say as, as far as, because I've been asking myself this um, for years now, what would you say as far as knowing when to leave, right? Like knowing when to say, okay, you know what? I've put in enough work here, I believe, I've I i will not have any regret necessarily leaving a situation what would you say is a good sign of like okay You know what? This is no longer serving me. It's time to go
1: There's been so many times that I've stayed in a situation a lot longer than I was supposed to yeah And then the universe ends up getting involved in mm. and just kicking me out kind of shifting you around it, it Yeah, exactly. I think the the power of knowing oneself the power mm. of having self-worth Yeah, the power of doing the work mm. is that you start to become much more intuitive. Yeah. when it's time to make those moves and that's really the testament sure. of the uh, the big movers and shakers of our world is mm-hmm. they make a decision, they're very discerning and when yes. it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah. And that takes a lot of trust. Yeah. But once again, you go into the dojo, mm-hmm. you build up those skills of intuition, of trust in oneself, mm-hmm. trust in one's tools, trust in one's work. Yeah. And then when it's time to make that decision, one knows. Yeah. Mm. And I'm still a work in progress in that space, but I can yeah. say it. 36 years old, I'm getting better and better mm-hmm. at being discerning.
2: Yeah. And, and identifying it. And Whether exactly. it's the issue, the solution, or just the time. Exactly. You know, when, when it's time to go. So you had a you had a great uh, Bruce Lee quote. Yeah. That was very fitting for what we're talking about. I want you to let the people know.
1: So Bruce Lee said, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and add what is uniquely your own and it was really a testament of creating your own style. Yeah. But the only way to develop one's style, one's superpowers mm. is to do the work. Yeah. Mm. To to get out there to be tested, yeah. to figure out what works for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Cuz you know what works for me might not be the same thing that works for you. Sure. There's not one right way mm-hmm. to do this game. There's not one right way to be successful in relationships, to yeah. be successful in life. Yeah. So we got to find what is in resonance with us mm-hmm. because if it's not, how can we keep it up?
2: Yeah, and, and the way I, I have kind of found it, I'm sure you can relate to it, is through failure, yeah. M- way more than success. 100%. It was way yeah. more than success, yeah. and I used to think it was the opposite. <laughs> and failure taught me, God, 95% of <laughs> if I think of what I know. The other right. 5% just came <laughs> probably by luck. But, um, but it was all failure, and it was taking again those lessons, not losses, and turning them into um, Hard reality sometime. Yeah. You know, again, yeah. that look in the mirror was like, oh man, it, it maybe it is me, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So moving on into um this is what I used to struggle with wholeheartedly in relationships. Finding the balance of okay, I've been working on myself now. I know my self-worth, I know my value system, um, I know what what I need for self-love. And then getting into a new relationship, how do you find the balance of maintaining your routine, maintaining your, um, your system Mm -hmm. that you've, you've incorporated into your life Mm -hmm. and then balancing that with a new partner?
1: It's a great question. And that's actually one of my biggest areas of growth. Okay. You know, I'm such a people person. Yeah, I love putting people on. Mm -hmm. I love making people happy. Mm -hmm. And when I get in love situations in the past, many times, yeah, I've, gone so all in on all in one of my other quotes that i live by yeah that i actually some of my systems my mental models start to collapse so one of my biggest lessons as of late is like when stepping into new spaces Mm -hmm. it's so important for us to make sure that we're good first yeah so that we can maintain the frequency that attracted the person in the first place Mm. because if all of a sudden that falls apart then they're not with the person that they initially met sure with they didn't sign up for that (laughs) exactly (laughs) that person yeah exactly totally. totally wow
2: Wow. So how how would you say, or rather, what would you say is the overall structure that you're trying to build to not repeat that?
1: You know, I look up to a lot of the greats hmm. and I study a lot of the greats. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali is my spiritual OG big brother. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, Bruce Lee, Tupac. Yeah. Nelson Mandela, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, all of these guys. And they had incredible teams around them. You know, the thing about America is we're in this individualistic society and a Mm -hmm. lot of men think they need to do it all on their own. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of times I've even got caught up in that. Sure. But when I flourish in the best way possible, it's when I'm surrounded by a team, not of a team of yes men. Right. But a team of objectivity that looks at me and says, B, yo, you're slipping. Yeah. Yo, you're not showing up in the right way. You're not. Holding down the values that say you're that you're you're supposed to be standing for, mm. and what I've as of late been leaning into more is building my team because mm. I see myself in one way, and everybody else sees me in a different way. Sure, whatever their worldview is, whatever perceptions they meet may have, mm-hmm. but building an intentional team around me that knows my vision, yeah. knows my intention, and is holding me to a standard of who it is that I want to become is everything. Mm. What do I want? I want epic love. I want epic impact. Mm. I wanna you know, be of epic service. And when we declare things like that, and we have a team around us that won't let us deviate from that, then the growth becomes undeniable. Mm. And even in the failure becomes powerful. Because when the failures happen, we course correct, we go into the lab, we look at what went wrong, we make the changes, and then we level up. Mm. Once again, Wow. stepping into the dojo until you get punched. You're yeah. not going to learn to like slip that jab the
2: next <laughs> right, time. Right, right. Duck and weave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. That's, um, that's beautiful, man. I, uh, for so many reasons. The first thing I'll, I'll piggyback off of that is um, it's, it's so huge that as, as a man, you were able to ask for help. Yeah. You know, a lot of men struggle with that. Um, I, I had an episode with uh, my boy, Troy, Positive Tragedy, and we talked about how just because you have to ask for help It doesn't mean you failed. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It means you're not alone. Right. Lean on. Use in the best way possible the people who do love you, who Mm -hmm. do support you, who do want to see you be great and say, hey, look, I don't need you here as a yes man. I need you here really as accountability partners. Please hold me accountable. You know where I want to go. You see where I'm at. You know what it's going to take to get there. I need some help with with some guidance. That's super powerful, and I think all men should definitely be taking notes on that. All people, but especially Mm -hmm. men, because again, our our ego and pride is on another level. (laughs) The other thing that you said that's that's important is um, you realize you can't go about it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, One person cannot be your entire village. Right. They just can't. Right. (laughs) They they literally cannot. Like bless their heart. No matter how much they try, no matter how much they know or think they know. One person cannot be your entire village. And it does take a village. It does take a team to be successful. Anyone, like you said, of the greats that you look up to, that I look up to, people look up to, they are not doing that alone. Right. The only person that's doing things alone. Is your boy with this podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> not for long. No, not no, no, long. no. But I, I have, I have. Uh, obviously, my, my <laughs> wife helps, and, and every time I have a guest now, but. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's, it's just it's important to understand that, and and the beauty of being able to take constructive criticism mm-hmm. is a testament to who the person is receiving that constructive criticism, to not getting you know defensive, and and pointing the finger at everybody else, um, and like you said. America, especially in this individualistic, you know, whole society, whole idea that I'm going to do it alone. It looks better alone. It looks cooler if I do it alone. It looks cool if I don't ask for help. It's just played out yeah. in, in, in plain English. It's just yeah. played out. Um,
1: Antiquated. Yeah.
2: And and it's it's time to switch it up. And and again, you know, people know by now, I know you know too, but my whole idea of vulnerability is going to look different mm-hmm. for men. I'm, I'm trying to make it look cool. I'm trying to let them know. Vulnerability is actually sexy. Yeah. It's one of the most yeah. it's the sexiest thing a man can, can offer. We always ask, you know, or 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 say women, you know, for them it's confidence, right? right. But for us it's mm-hmm. vulnerability. It's it's um it's it's being able to ask for help as, as well. It's is is a huge thing. Um,
1: it's so important. Yeah. To be to be vulnerable. Yeah. And to be open. It's powerful. Mm. You know, the movie three hundred yeah is an incredible example if people look deeper sure into the power of vulnerability yeah, and just see past the six packs yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. like leonidas like <laughs> yeah. in the end he didn't say like g unit when he was about right, to die right, he right. said my wife my love yeah. my queen mm. the whole entire movie was this strong man in his relationship with sure. his queen and him literally mm. you know going on this path of war mm. for love yeah so yeah, yeah. I have this incredible mentor, his name's Dr. Mahalan. Okay. We call him Morpheus. Okay. I met him when I was in the community college, like back in two thousand three. I walked in his classroom. Yeah. He was cross-legged, sitting <laughs> in the middle of his classroom. I was like, oh, it, was wow. a, it was a brother. He looked like us. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, Okay, this, is, this, different. this, this <laughs> is different. So he started to like mentor me. And for the last twenty years he's been a, a mentor. Okay. Once or twice a year, we talk. Mm-hmm. And he always gives me kind of like exactly what I need at that moment so two years ago I was in Peru going through a breakup Mm. a woman that I loved Mm. and I'm like distraught Mm -hmm. I'm like yo this I don't know what's happening yeah how did I lose this one and he he just all of a sudden interrupts me and he's like you ever tasted an orange and I said (laughs) like bro did you hear what I said I'm (laughs) going through a breakup I'm not hungry yeah (laughs) I said yeah I've tasted an orange you know it's amazing he said It is, isn't it? And then he's like, you ever think about the process of a seed becoming an orange? Mm. And I was like, no. He's like, the very fact that you take this seed and you place it in the dirt where there's no light and you put manure over it. And then all of a sudden it goes through this crazy process of sprouting Mm -hmm. and then pushing through the ground. And then all of a sudden growing into a small tree and then it becomes this... Massive tree, and all of a sudden, the final product is this beautiful piece of fruit Mm. that tastes amazing and that is incredibly beautiful. Mm. And he says, You think that the same hand that is behind the design of an orange is not also controlling Mm. everything that's behind you? Wow, he said, Trust, Mm. and I was like, Oh man, like that, that is uh, that's hard to do right now, but Mm. at that moment it started to really help me understand that the rainstorms are necessary, the manure is necessary, the process is necessary. Oftentimes in our society, we only romanticize the end product. We only romanticize the orange. Mm. We don't celebrate the sproutling. We don't celebrate the seed. We don't celebrate the seed actually going into the mud. But the whole entire process is beautiful. And more importantly than that, the whole entire process is on time. Mm. So many people want to level skip, you know, game genie, back forward, left, left, square, (laughs) R2, L2, and some cheat codes, and it doesn't happen like that. Mm. And one concept that came up as we were talking was like, we gotta earn the success, but we also gotta earn the failure. Wow. Meaning like, to be able to get to that space where you actually fail Mm. into growth takes courage to get to that space where jordan pulled up and took that game-winning shot and missed it yeah he had to earn the moment the opportunity to get to that position yeah society doesn't like to celebrate that Mm. but that right there is just as important a part of the evolution of the seed to the inevitable orange as it is for our own potential Mm.
2: processing that is uh it's a whole gem (laughs) i'm just i'm trying to let it marinate and and I'm I'm just reflecting on my own stuff, as I'm sure everyone listening or watching is right now. I mean, let's let's take the time to really sit in thought and just understand that even your failure at that moment is still a success. Think about how far you you came, and what it took to get you to the point of failure. Yeah. Wow.
1: And it's in that moment, mm. you know. Obviously, we are given the power of free will. Sure. And the conscious path is in those spaces of failure, Mm. then making big decisions that bring you back into alignment with that goal, that vision, that highest expression that one is calling it. So Mm. some people stay in the muck. Yeah. They never leave. Right. Some people go into the muck, they get what they need, Mm -hmm. and then they grow. Yeah. And that's the difference. And we know a lot of people. I know a lot of people who... Mm -hmm. They don't leave the dirt. Yeah. But once one learns how to use the dirt, Mm. it becomes becomes a game changer. Bro.
2: (laughs) That's so good. When someone knows how to use the dirt. Wow. It's that soil.
1: It's that soil. It's back to
2: that. Mm. Mm. I, uh, one of my, one of my friends, um, dad, he has this, this great analogy. He says, um, when you go to a park, just picture an open field. You can sit wherever you want. It's a sunny day. You could either you see someone throwing a baseball or a frisbee. You go join them. You're walking your dog. You sit down, smell the flowers, etc. Or you can go and literally sit next to the pile of dog poop. <laughs> and you just smell it, rub your face in it, whatever it takes. But you chose yeah. to sit out of all the places you can go in the park, out of all the things you could do in the park, you chose to go sit next to the dog poop and just spend the rest of your day like that. Mm -hmm. That all full circle, I'm referring to just life in general. Yeah, Call it a glass half full analogy. However you want to look at it. You can either go to the life's park and just sit next to the dog (sighs) poop or you can go and try to spend time in other areas of the park that will help you on your journey.
1: It's like taking... So there's there's a prolific... I think he's like a, a channeler. intuitive channeler, Paul Selig.
2: Oh yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah, Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And he was talking about, there's two ways to go through any lesson. Mm. You can go through one that is of high vibration Mm. where you are approaching it from a space of like openness, abundance, acquisitiveness, or you can go through it from a very, a space of like very low vibration. Mm. Both get you to the same place. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. But two different experiences getting there. Sure. And I think, the path of going through these, these initiations mm. and putting in the work mm-hmm. is to attune oneself to a higher vibrational path to the outcome rather than sure. those lower vibrations. Because before I cultivated my tools, mm. I was falling down a whole lot. Yeah. Learning like lessons where my whole world gets annihilated or sure. I lose everything. Sure. And now it's about being more calculated. I think mm. that's the sign of maturity. That's the sign of being a chief. Yeah. Is, is, you're calculated with your execution rather than just spontaneously. Well, and and,
2: and there's nothing worse than having to learn these lessons by burning bridges. There's nothing worse than having to learn these lessons by literally completely hitting rock bottom. (laughs) Right. It doesn't need to get to that point. Well, it did for me (laughs) often, (laughs) very often, man. I burn bridge after burn bridge, failed relationship after failed relationship, um, hitting rock bottom a couple of times. And whether that's just because of my stubbornness, my pride, my ego, my lack of being vulnerable, right, my lack of asking for help, um all the above, it just translated into just the repeated vicious cycle, and when when you sit down and you think about it, you're like there were so many hands that were were <laughs> given out along the way, you know there were so many paths you could have taken right um and and i I think I hope rather that. Anyone out there listening or watching, like, just know you don't have to hit rock bottom to make a change. Right. You shouldn't want to because right. there's it's going to cause scars, mm-hmm. and not just with yourself. Maybe for your partner, it's mm-hmm. going to cause scars with your family, with your friends, um, and some people, as you said, they just stay in the muck. Mm-hmm. Some people, depending on the the severity of the scar, the severity of the of the rock bottom, can't make it back out. Right. So, um, um, so, truth. <laughs> yeah, I've been there a
1: couple times as well. And
2: easier said than done, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, here we are sitting. You know, on, on the outside, kind of looking in, so to speak. Um, but it takes one to know one. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes us going through our experiences. Um, I mean, you were homeless at one point. I was in and out of couch surfing at a one point, um, counting change at another point. I mean, we've we've had our own life experiences right. to know that what we're talking about is just personal experiences. We wish we we had something, yeah. you know. Come yeah. come, hey. Brandon, why don't you come this way? I just, I'm um, going to show you something different. You know, hey, Justin, uh, I, I got something for you, man. Like, God, I, I I wish And here's the thing. Maybe maybe we did. We just were stuck in the muck. Maybe we sat next to the dog poop in the park. We were smelling it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we realized, yeah, no more dog poop. Exactly. It's time to move.
2: <laughs> so I, I want to transition into um, your basically model for life, your, your mission statement, correct me if I'm wrong, which is love. Mm-hmm. Remind me of of your of your one line about love. What do you, what do you say? What, how, what do you um, your, your mission is love. Love is my mission. Love is your mission.
1: Yeah. Mm. Changed my life.
2: Let's talk about that.
1: Once that that phrase came front and center. Yeah. So, everything I went through from the streets mm-hmm. to success mm. to walking away from my success, getting put back on the streets, was a journey of love. Yeah. It, it was a love story, mm. and growing up. I didn't look at, like I, I learned about love in a, a way that was like sparkly and mm-hmm. glittery. Me and too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't realize like the magnitude of love, the complexity of love, the power of love, mm. how love is alchemical and love is the one thing, cross culture, doesn't matter who it is, Whatever religion it is, it doesn't matter what philosophy it is, everybody talks about love being the central theme. Yeah. So I found myself in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil mm. in 2019, about ready to do my warrior retreats number five. Okay. And at that time, I was going through a breakup. This woman named Alex, mm. who is an incredible yogi, master teacher. Mm-hmm. We were together for about a year long distance, mm. and she decided to walk away. Okay. And she walked away because I was very caught up in my ego at that time. Mm. I was very caught up in who I was, you know, I'm Nike master trainer. I'm this, I'm traveling the world. And when you meet a real one, Mm. none of the materialism means anything. They just want to be seen and they want you to show up. You know what I'm talking about. Come to find out. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Absolutely. So she walked away from me. And at that time it was such the needed lesson Mm. But I found myself solo in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, by myself, looking at another sunset by myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and I asked myself a big question. I said, what is this all for? Mm. Why am I on this earth? What am I trying to pursue? You know, what is the success for? What is the accolades for? What are the books for? What Mm. is the teachings for? Yeah. What is the one thing that all of us want more than anything? Yeah. And there's been a couple of times in my life where I had this like divine whisper just come through me and mm. it was like, it's, you're looking for love. Wow. And at that moment I thought to myself, what is a mission that's so big that I probably will never be able to even uh, not only achieve it, mm. but understand a fraction of it. Mm. And love yeah. became that mission. Mm. So love is my mission is like, not just on some superficial Valentine's Day stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wanna understand this concept that has catalyzed this entire planet forward that every ancient teaching talks about. Mm. I wanna understand what deep self-love looks like within inside me. I wanna understand what deep compassion looks like for other people. I Mm. wanna understand what love looks like when you bring a life into this world Mm. the many facets of love and so love became my mission and as soon as i declared that mission everything changed it's mm. like when we really declare a mission yeah. we're held accountable to that mission right and as soon as i declared that mission it was like the universe was like oh if you want to be about love bro mm. all right let's see if you're really about this mission there's been a few times where i was like i don't want to be about that mission anymore mm. because all of a sudden these challenges start coming right my way and it's like easy to be like you know what i need to slide that mission off to the side for a second right so what i love most about that mission is that it's not something that you can materialize
2: right
1: it's not something that you can quantify Mm -mm. you can't put it in an excel spreadsheet (laughs) or put you know you can't trade it it's love yeah and yeah and as you mentioned earlier when you talked about normalizing vulnerability for men yeah i think that me being able to grab onto that and still keep my swagger, mm. keep my manliness, yeah. keep who I am, keep it hip hop. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it allows people to digest love a little bit differently. Yeah. A lot of my brothers who are on the path, mm-hmm. who have had these walls up for so long, mm-hmm. when they see like guys that are strong that are embodying these softer concepts, mm-hmm. like love and compassion and yeah. vulnerability and stuff like that, yeah. it opens up the doorways for them to do it as well. And what True. we need more than anything in this world is, men who are actually moving consciously that are taking notes and lessons from the collective feminine who just naturally are rooted in that set point of love much more easier than us men
2: and moving with good intentions exactly especially when it comes to the love department you know i think a lot of times um as lauren hill says it could all be so simple (laughs) right but you'd rather make it hard. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Sit with that for a second, right. you know, and that line is, is important because for men, I mean, women, I, I know that they can take their accountability where it's, where it's needed in this department. Mm-hmm. But, uh, right now it's two men sitting, you know, with each other having this conversation. So let's take some accountability. So, um, when we overcomplicate things, cause we can as well, yeah. um, whether it's a lack of understanding of our emotions, mm-hmm. it's a lack of, um, Finding ways to articulate how we feel. Right. As opposed to just showing anger, right? As I said uh, recently, that's the easiest emotion to show for men. Yeah. <laughs> or quitting. Yeah. Just just quitting, yep. you know, with, with no it. explanation, just, just throwing in the towel because it got too hard. Yeah. Um, I was doing a lot of that. And interesting enough that you said, you know, love is your mission. I always had a strange relationship with the word love, mm-hmm. always um, from childhood. Um, from romantic relationships, it just, it didn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't didn't have a definition for the word love. Because everyone has a different definition, right? Mm -hmm. There's no one size fits all for a lot of what we're talking about. Definitely not for love. And God, the universe, all the higher powers that be heard me say, you know what? I'm about this love mission too. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I'm but but I think I'm about that life. Yeah. At least I want to start to find <laughs> out, right? <laughs> Just be real. This, this is facts, okay?
1: Uh, I'm about that life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love about life. that life.
2: And um what happened was um I was gifted this beautiful light um this this incredible being, this incredible energy um the greatest thing that ever happened to me outside of my daughter and my wife. Mm. And when she was delivered to me, it um scared the hell out of me. Wow. I mean scared the hell out of me because I knew that this is all that I had been manifesting. I knew, you know, it's like be careful what you wish for, mm-hmm. like you said you wanted love right jay yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, i'm ready okay (laughs) here's shay
1: right right
2: oh well i right no 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 right go ahead go ahead you asked right you asked for this go ahead and um you know when when i when i finally realized that shay was the one what's really interesting is um she has a tattoo on her on her inner arm that says love wow and i remember i never told this story um but I remember when I first saw that, you know when, when like you get a sign or you get something that's just like this is exactly meant for me to see this, hear it, receive it at this particular time. Yeah. When I saw her tattoo said love, I was like, Whoa. Wow. Like this is it. And <laughs> in, in its leaving living, breathing form, this is it. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know when, when I say I I was scared as hell. I, I I mean I I was scared to fail. I was scared to, you know Let me take it back. Even before failing, being scared of that, bro, I was scared to try.
1: Right, <laughs> of course. Yeah.
2: I, I was scared to try. I was scared to try love. Um, I was scared to be at the age that I was at and being in in where I was in my life to really expose myself Mm -hmm. you know to to be subjected to possibly failure right and once we went through our muck um, once we i went through my mud and once i realized that the mud and the muck and the dirt is the exact soil i needed to just lay my feet in Mm. you know like grounding i know you know grounding is yeah When I was grounding in this soil of love, of my wife, bro, I can't tell you how many times I have been tempted in our our relationship and she'll send me a text or she'll call. She'll just show up and it's a reminder like, Mm don't ever mess this up <laughs> ever don't ever mess this up I've, yeah. again a lot, a lot of the stuff i'm telling you man I've, right. I've never told her um i'll tell her before i edit this and put it out to the world <laughs> out of respect for her but um yeah but it's real man and um and and i i bring all this up mm. you know i have no problem being vulnerable and transparent and and i bring all this up because if there's a lot of people out here who are um going through similar situations and what we're talking about and, and that word love for me which I ultimately try to bring it, bring it full, full circle here and saying, um, Shay taught me what that word love means. Of course. Um, but it's, it's something that is, uh, extremely important to me now more than ever that word love. So, uh, that was not scripted. <laughs> um, I, 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 uh, I, I, guess I needed to get that out, but it's powerful, but thank you. Yeah. And, and hearing what, what, you want for love um it just resonated with me Mm -hmm. and it just you know kind of out of body experience right now um but that's when i always you know i joke sometimes when i'm filming with shay and i say you know you saved me from the streets and thank you (sighs) and all that stuff but when i say thank you to her it's it's hard to put the meaning behind thank you Mm -hmm. it's hard to even put the meaning behind when i tell her i love her because it's, it's just deeper than i can to this day right now as it stands it's deeper than i can ever explain yeah I hope she knows it. I think, I think she does it. I know she feels it. Um, but yeah, moving on. And, and this is, um, cause I'll just talk all day. Um, but, but, um, I, I want to go into, um, finding the right partner to be on that journey with you. And this is your quote. You said being with someone who can see you at your best, but love you at your worst.
1: Yeah. So important man, and, and hard to find. And, Extremely, and, yeah. And I've yet to find that. Yeah, I, I've been in some situations mm. where there were remnants of that. Yeah. Um, but what I'm learning once again, you said that just a second ago that mm. one of the most important things is not quitting. Yeah. In the space of love. Yeah. I think it's so easy in our society mm-hmm. to just move on to that next option because we are. There's so many options out there. And we think know? the grass is greener. Always, yeah. 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 But it's really in the work. Once again, the work works not yeah. only individually, right, but dyadically when we're in relationships like that. So it's like yeah. in a space of, you know, deep partnership, mm-hmm. I think that when you got two people that are both intentionalizing mm-hmm. and growing and on that path of growth, I think yeah. that is undeniable that Two people are gonna be able to grow deeper together. Yeah. But inevitably stuff's gonna come up. Yeah. And the to take that quote a little deeper, it's like mm-hmm. somebody sent me something one time and it said, I've seen you at your worst. Yeah. And I still think you're the best. <sighs> so it's like Wow Especially for a guy like me mm. who's kind of like on a platform. And mm-hmm. people look to for positivity yeah. and to be like on all the time, energized. Today's the day. All in on all in. Let's go like mm-hmm. hold that positivity. As a human, yeah. when I'm down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is a very normal part of being human. Sure. You've got to have somebody that can see you in those spaces and mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. see the magic. Mm-hmm. And I got some friends in my life yeah. that do that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're holding me when I'm completely a mess Yeah. and there's no drop in like, I love you B and I still see you. Mm. And also what I've learned in this space of vulnerability is letting myself be seen at my worst
2: Yeah,
1: actually deepens those relationships and allows me to bounce back further into who it is I'm supposed to be. Mm. Partnership sometimes if it's, if it's healthy, yeah. I think I believe in mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. probably you have a lot more experience in this space being married but to be able to be in a partnership where your worst can be seen, worked through, celebrated, up-leveled and brought back into mm. the light mm. is uh is is there's nothing better than that because it allows for one to go through the whole entire gamut of being human. Right. And not in this space of be, judgment, be, be judged, or, or, or yeah.
2: fear of that they're just going to leave. Exactly, uh, I'm not. I'm not doing this. You don't deserve me. Type exactly. of thing. Yeah, totally. Without without rejection.
1: Right. I've had a couple situations in the past where I went to my partner and I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm depressed. Mm. I'm off. I'm mm. not good," and it wasn't received well. Okay. Because of this toxic positivity, I would like to call it. It's like,
2: can you explain it a little bit more?
1: Toxic positivity is this idea that everything is supposed to be positive all the time. Uh, that where we put this happier, like, happy go lucky, like, yeah. everything's perfect, sunshines yeah. and rainbows, mm-hmm. and we put like the Negrado or those challenging times mm-hmm. on a lower tier. Yeah, toxic positivity is this romantic idea that positivity is the only right. thing that is healthy, right? And it discounts when we go into these spaces of Mm -hmm. going through our own internal work or our own shadow work, Mm -hmm. whereas all of it should be celebrated and in a healthy relationship, we can go into all those spaces and find the gems.
2: Yeah. So many things, man. Um, Let me, I'll start, I'll work my way backwards. Um, You know, the whole like good vibes only thing bothers me now. (laughs) i'm gonna tell you why it bothers me (laughs) positive vibes only like i'm not saying that um because like you said there there are going to be times where things are not positive right and there is no magic wand or a snap of a finger or just this light switch you can turn on to make all those things positive and keep those positive vibes only you have to dig into the toolbox especially at those moments to get yourself back to positive right there is no just again some dust you can sprinkle over the depression some dust you can sprinkle over you know the the hardships the losses and the lessons um so i'm, I'm not saying it anymore it's it's gotta be when the going gets tough that's when i really roll up my sleeves <laughs> right get to work and i get to work <laughs> yeah the other thing that i wanted to add was um when you allow people in your case, you, you said your partner at that particular time, when you allow someone to see you at your worst, that, bro, wow, full circle here. I'm having a moment. Um, you said, even when you fail, what it took to get to that moment of failure, right? To get to a moment where you know, in in, in your mind, let's say we call it failure, to expose that, Yeah. do you know what it... I know you know, but to the people, do you know what it (laughs) takes to get to that moment? Yeah, I think so many men fear Mm -hmm. being seen at their worst, being considered someone who doesn't have all the answers, who doesn't have a solution for this, and that fear of vulnerability.
1: Yeah, (sighs) it's a term in the DSM, in psychology, that's what they use to diagnose certain disorders. It's called normative male alexithymia. Let's talk about that. men's inability to be vulnerable, to show emotion.
2: It's like an actual. It's
1: actual disorder. Like our our society has put, has basically shut off men's ability to healthily relate their emotions. And we're at war with that. And when emotions are built up Mm -hmm. and we're doing it all alone, that is not where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be held in tribe. We're supposed to be held in community. We're supposed to be able to step forward vulnerably and be celebrated, mm. rather than shunned. Yeah. But what what did they tell us when we were growing up? Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Man up. Man up. Suck it up. Boys
2: don't cry. Boy, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and
1: so we're and we're on the path with a lot of tools. So many people are just starting out or have no tools whatsoever, no concept to even right concepts to be able to even go into these spaces. So right. this is why it's so important for yeah. men for us man to start to hold that frequency yeah. of openness and vulnerability.
2: Well, I know we're doing it here yeah. today. Um man, I was just that's bro, you, you said uh you go to war with that. I got I got to sit with that, man, because I that would that was me. I I war is the best word to use and and I tried to explain it to to um ex-partners as well and it wasn't I didn't do a good job of delivering it for sure, but it wasn't <laughs> received well. And I and I wish I had that war word because yeah. that's exactly how I felt. Like I don't know how to do this. Right. I'm like fighting with myself to turn on the light switch that is so easy for you to do. Right. I, I can't. I I, don't, I hate to say the word I can't, but I'm like I don't know how. And um, that's so powerful. And and I think it's a message that's going to resonate with a lot of people here. Um, and the other thing is is is, is again. I promise you, being on the other side now. Of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Being on the other side of transparency, being on the other side of honey, I'm at my worst right now. Yeah. I know it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't look sexy to you, but I need some help. Right. Being on the other side of that is probably it's up there, man, with, with some of the greatest feelings I've ever experienced. Yeah. You know, and, and and to have a partner that I know I can confide in, that I know is gonna help me. In, in any way that I need her to show up, I feel like I have the greatest weapon in my arsenal. Yeah. You know, I mean? and I honestly feel that like yeah. I can conquer the world. Yeah. Leonidas. But, yeah, exactly. I legit, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Full circle. Yeah. Man, Leonidas. I'm out here like, I'm going to watch 300 yeah. tonight, bro. Look at the relationship with him and um, his queen, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched this. I'm, I'm excited to get back into it. But that's how yeah. I feel, man. I, yeah. I, and it's funny, I texted my niece recently and the other week and. She's 17, you know, to be, seven, to be young again, right? But <laughs> I was just telling her, it, oh, it was, it was around my birthday, and I was just, um, she's like, how you feeling?" and stuff? And I said, I legit feel like I can conquer the world. Yeah. I, I said, I really feel like I, one person, with my wife and with my support system, I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. Right. I've never felt that before, ever and i used to be one of the cockiest dude you'd ever meet in your life <laughs> but me, i me too I, but but i never i never felt like this and so um
1: that's what that's what the feminine can yeah. do for for this masculine yang energy mm. they they are a grounding force yeah. of of power they mm. allow for us to root in and they hold that that subtle soft space, which is yeah. not weak at all, it's actually oh, just, man. it's the strongest. I was, just, I was saying it's stronger than yeah, us, yeah, way stronger, hundred percent. And it allows for us to blossom, yeah. And that is uh, that's why it's so important, yeah. And, and that's why I cannot wait as I'm holding the space, holding the frequency, yeah. and creating the environment for yeah. that to be a part of my life as well,
2: hundred percent. And for me, man, uh, one of my final takeaways, as I always try to say, um, you know, what messages do we want to leave with people? Um, one thing I want to say, and this is a note for myself and this is, you guys are flying the wall right now in in my head. I need to do everything in my power to not block that feminine power, that feminine intellect, that feminine strength, um, intuition just everything um because in the past i would do that because of my masculine ego i mean my my masculine pride i used to always fear that if i didn't have the solutions no one would in relationship and so i i just totally discounted the capability of the woman that i was with to provide some type of solution some type of rhyme or reason some type of hey what if we try this Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even entertain that and and it's a constant reminder for me it's a i wouldn't say i'm at war with it but i'm i'm at battle with it at, at, at times where i i forget that you know I, I i revert back to old ways and i'm like no 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 i have i have a queen now yeah i have someone to delegate to and with and i need to i should more often type yeah. of thing so that's one of my final takeaways and, and the other thing is is um I have really, again, tried to make Vulnerable the New Sexy. I, I say I'm like the president of that club for men, <laughs> if you will. There's like the hair club for yeah. men. I'm trying to be the, the president of that club. And I really hope episodes like this yeah. show yeah. men, it is okay, it is cool, <clears throat> it is necessary, but above all, <clears throat> it's brave. It's brave. It's brave to yeah. get to this point, like yeah. you know. That's kind of the umbrella that seems to be of the episode. Right. Like what it takes to get to certain moments of your life, respect that, celebrate that, yeah. appreciate that. Um, so yeah. Any other uh, takeaways? For yeah. you? And we said a lot, Go- man.
1: Going off of what you just said, one yeah. of my master teachers in Peru, mm. John Piel, he always says, "May all emperors be poets. Mm. May all emperors be poets." Mm. Meaning like a man, for example, with all that Yang energy, mm. may they have a deep enough relationship in them with the feminine internally and right. externally right. to still be able to bring their poetry to life in a beautiful way. Right. And wow, I agree with that as well. It's yeah. like the more I unlock those levels of vulnerability, yeah. And softness. Softness is a superpower. Superpower. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Who knew? Who knew, <laughs> Who knew bro? Yeah. <laughs> and grace and ease yeah. and gentleness. Yeah. These things are game changers. And our world mm-hmm. wouldn't be in the situation it was in had it Mm-mm. kept the feminine as a guiding light rather yeah. than making it such a masculine, yang, right, force filled world. Yeah hundred percent power and that's what we need we need mm-hmm. to balance that out and this is not just for men it's in the it's women balancing out their own feminine sure. and masculine energies as totally. well because we are both man and woman yes you know what i mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. and so i think this yeah. is the day and age that we're stepping into yeah standing on the shoulders of so many ancestors and giants is that yeah. As men, as women, we're able to step into these spaces, have these conscious conversations, mm-hmm. and heal not only our past, yeah. but lay the foundation for a future that's going to be absolutely incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm here for it, bro. I'm here for it. And uh, I'm excited to see what, what the future holds, especially from from the men. I, I mean, here we are, 2021. Ten years ago, this these conversations would be very difficult <laughs> to find. <laughs> Wasn't happening. Maybe even right? not even happening, right? <laughs> right. So, um, so, again, I just... Appreciate you for coming on being vulnerable and transparent with everyone and um, sharing your message. But we're not done yet. Uh, Let's get into some light stuff. This is the round of rapid-fire questions. Um, You were not prepped for this at all. So here we go. Question number one. If you could do anything knowing you won't fail, what would it be?
1: I would... I would... Join SpaceX. Okay. I'll be flying. I'll go to Mars. (laughs) bro. (laughs) If I can get a round trip ticket, I'm down. (laughs) Yeah, it would be round trip, but I would would go to space. That's dope. That's
2: dope. Okay. Question number two. Now, this is interesting enough. I can't wait to hear your answer for this. And and take your time if it's going to be a while. What's one experience you've had that has changed your life? I know. Take your time, bro. Take your time.
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the most profound, well, there's been many, Yeah. but one of the most validating experiences I've ever had mm. is I did ayahuasca. Yeah. And in, in my ayahuasca ceremony, mm. I met this woman from Africa. Okay. And she reintroduced me to the lands of Africa mm. and was telling me how it was once upon a time to connect with the spiritual realm and the ancestors. Yeah. Flash forward a year later, I was in Kenya. Mm. I was with the Masai Mar warriors. Mm. I went out, I sat down and I meditated. Sun was setting. Mm. I opened my eyes up and the lady from my ayahuasca ceremony was standing there looking at me. She smiled, she nodded and she kept walking. And I'll show you this picture. That's when I knew that there was a whole nother level to this game. (laughs) 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 That was being held for me. And, uh, it just was one of those things that said, Brandon, keep going on your path because you this this you are gotten. Wow. Not only do your ancestors got you, but there's a divine plan that's pushing you forward. When was this? This was in 2018. Recently. 19, 2019.
2: And where was your ayahuasca
1: journey before the Africa visit? It, it was in Nevada. Oh. Yeah. So you met this woman in Nevada. I met this woman in my ceremony, in my journey. Okay. Wow. In my ceremony, as I'm going on this vision quest, yeah. I met this. So let me go deeper. Yes, please. I, yeah, I met this in the vision quest of ayahuasca. For those that don't know, it's a uh, mm. indigenous medicine. It's a it's a hallucinogen, but deep deep wisdom flows through these ceremonies. Yeah. In the ceremony, I met this woman. So started, in
2: in your head, if people are listening, yeah, yeah, in your yeah, head,
1: yeah, in the vision quest. Got it. I met this woman mm-hmm. who was teaching me Mm. and showing me and introducing me to like who it is I am, where it is I come from, my ancestors, and flash forward, I go to Kenya to volunteer to work with the lands. I worked at a uh, disabled orphanage Mm. for two weeks, wanted to pay homage to Africa. Mm. I finally made it to the Maasai Mar, Mm. the last real indigenous warriors of Kenya. They hunt lions. Wow! It's public circumcision. These are real warriors, wow. brothers in arms. Mm. And after I had an opportunity to spend some time with them, I went and sat down and meditated as the sun was setting. Mm. And I opened my eyes, and the lady from my vision quest was materialized in the human form. It was her. And she just looked at me, smiled, nodded, and walked off into the sunset. And that is something that most people can't comprehend. No, because We're not connected I, to that. Yes, <laughs> But that's... Yeah. That's wow. when I knew that there was something that was much more magical behind the scenes that was yeah. catalyzing us forward. You
2: know, I I I believe you, and and I also um, my oldest brother went through something very similar, and that's why I I keep trying to think like is this it's maybe like the same similar story. He is um he is like you and us combined. I mean this this cat he's he's like <laughs> I have to have him on the show one day. He's the most enlightened human being I've ever met in my life. What's his name? Uh, Marquise. Marquise. Respect. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I, I totally understand. I, yeah. I totally believe it. And, um, I'll definitely have to, um, see his, his story a little bit more because, uh, man, that's, that's wild.
1: Yeah. And I, once you experience things like that, yeah, you, it's undeniable. Oh, totally. We, uh, are so closed off in the West. Yeah. We're so yeah. linear Sadly. with our thinking. Mm hmm. We don't believe or see that there is worlds beyond worlds. Actually, sitting in LA, this is all sacred yeah. indigenous grounds. The, right? Indi- the Indians were in touch, yes. but we were told that being in touch with something beyond ourselves is actually woo woo or not, I know. not not good.
2: I know. I know. It's a whole other episode, bro. Um, question number three, which I know is the easy answer for you, but what's one motto or mantra you live by?
1: So many. Okay. But there's two. Oh, okay. One is love is my mission. Right, right. The second one, which I start every day with, mm. changes the frequency of the entire day is mm. today is the day. Mm. Today is the day. No wow. matter what day it is, it's the day. Wow. Today is the day. Yeah. And that right there mm. is a proclamation mm-hmm. that today's a gift. Yeah. And that it's up to me mm-hmm. to use my tools right. 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 And to Mm. forge my path and commit to love.
2: Yeah. Don't worry about yesterday. Yep. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today is the day. And when you have that, it's like Muhammad Ali, right? Don't count the days. Make the days count. When you have that mindset of just taking it to present moment right now, in this moment, that's powerful. Yeah. That's super powerful. Uh, Okay. Question number four. Another uh, answer I'm excited to hear. What do you want to be known for? when you leave this earth so think legacy
1: absolutely great question love mm-hmm. that's yeah. it yeah and i see it unfolding yeah it's crazy the the visions that i'm given yeah and it's crazy to see it how it's starting to unfold yeah and i'm being groomed for it lots of scars man mm. <laughs> this, this, this joke this this path is no joke this journey is- yeah no it is no joke, man, mm. but yeah, I just want to, I want to redefine the concept of love mm. and, and make it something that people really, really lean into yeah. and adopt. I yeah. want to make this world a better place, a more mm. compassionate space, and mm. I think, you know, whether it's one person or thousands of people, Sure, I believe in the power of the ripple.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Last question, what does Brandon admire most about brandon
1: great that's a great a great question <laughs> man self love man what's up b i love Self-love. you self love you know my heart hmm. i'm a asshole at times <laughs> i'm a egomaniac at times yeah i'm a humble student at times yeah i'm ADDAF at times <laughs> but i got a heart man yeah and even when i'm wrong i Am humble enough mm. to admit that, yeah. and to show up and try to do better. I love people, even my enemies. Mm. I love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's wild, but it's yeah. it's my heart. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's where I try to live. Shout out to to Alex, my ex. She she mm. taught me that. She really helped me connect with that space. Mm. And um, yeah, the heart.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful, man. It's beautiful because I I know it's a gift and a curse, for sure. I, I myself, I have, I always tell people I've never said this on the show, but um, one of the ways I would sum me up, and it's getting a lot easier now, but um, I'm the nicest asshole you'll ever meet.
1: Same, <laughs> respect, bro. You know what
2: I'm saying? I'm the nicest asshole you'll ever meet, and uh, it's loaded. But uh, it's one way to look at it. But um, but you know, having a big heart. Um, is a gift and a curse, you know, it's, it's a gift for obvious reasons. Uh, but it's a curse because sometimes, uh, people can take that for granted and mm-hmm. take advantage of you. It's a curse because sometimes you stay in situations longer than, than you than you yeah. should, yeah. you know? So, um, I respect that answer for sure. It's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. And, and shout out to your ex, you know, for, I mean, all the women in your life, all the women in my of life too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's important that we recognize the lessons that they gave us. Yeah.
1: Honor them. Master teachers. I mean, hello. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so again, I told you, I learned more from my failures and all my successes. Yeah. Um, okay. Two more things. Um, first is where can people find you? Cool. If there's anything you want to shout out that you're working on cool. that you, you want to announce that's coming that's here, this, this is your, your, uh, your time to shine, man.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, first and foremost. Such an honor. And thank you for listening in. I hope you remember that you are one of one, that there never has been, never will be again another you, and to celebrate all that you are. And remember that it's not you that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. So get in touch with all that you are and watch how everything changes. And then as far as connecting with me, I'm very visible on Instagram. I have a beautiful, robust community there. You can also check out my project Warrior Retreats. It's a curated 16-day ride of passage I do once a year in Peru. And it's designed to catalyze leaders. We take a journey from the Amazon all the way to the Andes. I'm also on the Nike Training Club app, NTC. It's where my yoga classes are. And also Do You Mind. And Mind is the first ever social emotional network. And we do I do weekly lectures on there on a wide gamut of things but other than that I'm, um, I'm here to humbly serve and I hope any of you all who are inspired by this reach out share what you know as well I'm also a humble student so if there's something that you're intrigued by or something that you feel compelled to share please reach out via IG and uh, let me know and other than that just an honor to be here thank you for having me of course, man. Justin, like yes, my sir. man. Yeah, of
2: course, of Long course. Time of course. Um, I'll make sure I put the Instagram cool. there. I'll make sure I, um, you know, on the show notes um, website. Uh, again, um, at the end of this video, I'm going to show the kind of like the the about me, the about me of, yeah. of Brandon, <laughs> yeah. so to speak. Um, cool. So before I let you get out of here, um, this is my moment to acknowledge my guest, as as I always do, um, and take the time to give you your flowers, man, while you're here. Um, First thing is, it's funny, I actually, um, I saw this in your bio and it says just committed to spreading love through your experiences, your mindset, your meditation. Um, I, I definitely want to acknowledge the fact that you're so willing to give, you know, you're willing to give your failures you're willing to give your experiences you're willing to give your lessons you're willing to give your time your energy um that's rare these days it's extremely rare um from the moment i met you albeit it was a facetime situation you know you you could just feel um this energy you you can like like a sense of calmness so to speak even like Shay was like well i'm like calm you know all of a sudden like when we hung up you know and and again, it's just, it's extremely um, needed in in, in in a time like this where we are, but also just in life in general, man, it's just needed. Um, proud to call you a fellow brother who is on the mission of, again, showing vulnerability, uh, not being afraid to eat humble pie every now and then, um, not be afraid to continue to put in the work, to continue to try, to continue to say, you know what? I have a mission in life and nothing's going to stop me from, from achieving it no matter what. Um, that, that also is rare too. And so it's important to acknowledge that and recognize that. Um, and again, as, as I've said before, man, I'm, I'm here when you need me in, in any kind of way. Um, something that I've been trying to implement in my life is, um, when asking, um, when showing up for someone, asking them, do you need my heart? Do you need my mind? Or do you need my ears? Mm. Um, so just know I'm, I'm, I'm always here. Shay's always here as well. And um, above all, man, just thank you for sharing your journey. Uh, not just today, but you go live as well on Instagram a lot. And and your posts are beautiful. Your messages are beautiful. Um, and just your overall, what you're representing and what you're striving to be is, um, is a beautiful thing, man. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you for coming on. It's a pleasure. It's an honor and um, we will definitely have to do this again. There's a lot of nuggets you threw in here that I know people wanted to go into into deeper, um, but we'll definitely have you on again and uh, we'll get into it, bro. So Respect, brother. Thank you again. It's only the beginning. Appreciate you, man. Namaste. Namaste.